Get some silence. There's some silence, my old friend. That you've ruined by singing that. I've come to podcast with you again. In this often long and narrow. We will, I don't know, rhymes to narrow. All right. Let's uh, do a show called Sneaky Dragon. everyone welcome to sneaky dragon my name is david dedrick and i'm here with a grizzled you can, you can speak oh i thought i thought you were gonna complete that i'm oh, okay. here with a grizzled and then you were i thought you were gonna i thought you were gonna say i thought oh, we agreed to this earlier ian boothby all right yeah, all right very thought, good okay understood i thought we agreed to this earlier we got this rhythm going man <laughs> as we cruise <laughs> into 350 343 shows shows in, hey there. i like that you said that 350 shows because everyone if you didn't know this our 350th episode will be our question and answer show. So please send us in your questions and answers. Yeah, we're so just we wrapping can... up the questions from the last show we did. <laughs> That's right. We uh, would love to get some questions. And, and and it's your chance to make us say things that you want to hear us say mm-hmm. by asking us questions, by by forming your, putting your will, putting your, your urge to dominate yeah, into will... the form of a question. Yeah, are you saying it will be a triumph of their will? It'll be a triumph of yes, that's right. All right. It'll be a triumphant display of wills. Sounds great. Yeah. We'll be fighting against them and they'll be fighting against us. And in between there there will become out a great, great show. Hmm. I think your question should be. Or we'll just do it all in rhyme. One of the two. <laughs> we haven't really decided. <laughs> well, early, before the show started, I was trying to That uh, David sing. farted there, see? Ooh. Just did the rhymes. <laughs> and a little too much truth. Right. In those rhymes. Uh no, before the show started I was singing a little bit of sounds of silence. Okay. And I got to office long and narrow, and I couldn't think of a rhyme for narrow. And there's a lot of rhymes for narrow. Yeah. There's arrow, barrow, tarot cards. <laughs> tarot cards. Harrow. Harrow. Yeah, that's one. Uh, yeah. I did sparrow. Not, I did not intend. I did not intend. Keep your eye. Keep your eye on the sparrow. Sparrow. Yep. Fly like a sparrow. Yeah. Keep your eye on the sparrow would be the theme song to Beretta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that song? It was called Keep Your Eye. It was called. But how did it go? Uh, hey there, Sparrow, don't you eat marrow. It's not a healthy food for sparrows to eat. My name's Beretta. I'll be accused of real crimes later. later. I was in our gang. I have issues. Hey, Beretta. Weird part in Lost Highway. Yeah. Yeah. Is he still alive? I believe, Robert Blake. I believe he is still alive. Very good. All right. He is also he's also good in In Cold Blood. Oh, when did that come out? Mm, 68, 69? Yeah, it's a good age to be uh, a good day year to be that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then later on things happened. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, crime is unfortunate. But I, I still enjoy our gang. Mhm. I don't actually remember who was he in our gang? Was he did he have he was, a uh, he was stabby. <laughs> wasn't wasn't he shooty? Sure. Either way, okay. both both are equally uh, tasteless. That's both fine. Either way to go. Oh, we started with a good with a good show. This you week. had uh, you had alfalfa. You had buckwheat. Yep. Why was it all like wheat related farm yeah. things? And then they broke it out. Wait. Yeah. Wait. What was the what was the what was the kid's name? What was the the big kid's name? Which big kid? Uh, you know, I, Spanky. 
That's spanky, it. Yeah. So spanky doesn't fit with like no, no. alfalfa no. and buckwheat. No. And then we got a theme going, and then we're gonna break it with yeah. spanky. Yeah. And then stymie. stymie. It's like, well, let's go with uh, all wheat related things. Froggy. Bran. Let's go with a nice uh, kid named Bran. Yeah. Corny, maybe. And then uh, what was the what was the kid? Oh, Froggy. There was Froggy. Yeah, Froggy. I said Froggy. Did you say Froggy? Mm-hmm. He had a disturbing uh, thing. Do you think he really did that voice, or did they just overdub that? Where he Ooh. was just talking really low like this. No, it wasn't really low. He had an actual yeah, like frog thing. Hi, my name is Froggy. Yeah, kind of like that, like but more gruff. I think you're right. I think it probably was dubbed over. Possibly. But on the other hand, did they have the capacity to dub at that time? Right. Well, anyway, you'll find that out in our new podcast about our gang called Gang Bangers. <laughs> and what we're doing is we're going through every oh. one of the old our gang things yeah? and wow. seeing what those little rascals were up to. I always knew them as little rascals. I never, the our gang thing was not. Was also their name. I know it was also the name, but I only knew them as little rascals because that was the collection that they did for for us young youngsters to watch I, on TV. I used to know the difference between Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies, and I do not remember what it is now. It's something to do with like selling the music. It is literally something to do with selling selling the music because the old cartoons used to be the reason for the old cartoons used to be to sell uh, sheet music. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they were basically an ad for sheet. Is music. that what Silly Symphonies was? The yeah, because that's what Merry Melodies is based on. Yeah, Silly yeah. Symphonies. So it's like you know the the owl going, I want to sing about the Juna and the Mona and the Springa. Yeah. The okay. whole deal is to push this music. Oh, really? Because that's where they would make their money. Is like oh. people would see that and go, oh, I love that. I got to bring the sheet music home, learn how to play it on the piano, and make myself into an owl costume and dance for uh, my family. I'm wearing my something fedora, not Alice, not Annie, but Dora. Yeah. That's all I remember. Wearing my green fedora. Green fedora. That's what I thought. Wearing my green fedora. I thought it was green fedora, fedora, but then I... Speaking of memory, I couldn't couldn't trust my memory that that's what it was. You know, here's the funny thing about speaking of memory. You weren't. That's true. (laughs) You were speaking about it off off mic half an hour ago while we were driving back from the restaurant. (laughs) Nothing to do with... Speaking of non sequiturs. Speaking of of things we weren't talking about on air, (laughs) this hamburger's good. We did just come from uh, White Spot. We did. Um... Which where we also ate with our guest uh, last week, uh, James, James and uh, James's mother, uh, who was uh, delightful. Both delightful people. Yes. Good times. I really enjoyed White spot. I dropped the ball though last time and uh, burnt James's uh, chicken. It's not just that they burnt it; it's that they served it. Yeah. Like that's something that you look at and you go, "Fuck this!" And yeah, you over throw it into a garbage and, can. And the and the problem is James doesn't know. James yeah. James doesn't know what white spot is. Yeah. First first experience. Yeah. And uh, it has to be this. Though they did bring another piece of chicken, mm-hmm. which James enjoyed the next day, and said, "Oh, it's a nice breakfast," which is fine. Yeah, which is fine. Sure, chicken and waffles. Yeah, American under- understands that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, that's the national food. <laughs> I didn't know that was it. Is chicken mm-hmm. chicken in with an yeah. n apostrophe waffles? They count it as one food. Is that right? Yes. It's not eagle and waffles. No, they don't eat a lot of eagle. Okay. Have you ever tried to eat an eagle? They don't care for it. <laughs> they do not. We have eagles at work. It's very exciting. Oh, what what uh, position at the at your work do they have? <laughs> yes. Are they supervisors? Yes, they. Because they got a nice eye for that. That's right. They're eagle eyed. Detail. Eagle eyed. Uh, yeah, they are in management. Yeah. You can tell they're middle aged. They're balding. Yeah, and they and they make love, uh, screaming and heading towards the earth. And if they don't uh, finish their job before they hit the earth, they die. Is that right? Of embarrassment. Because all the other <laughs> eagles just laugh at them and point and are real jerks about it. No, we have eagles that uh, like to, they have a nest in a tree overlooking our, our yard. 
And so they're quite often in this nest. And then they're quite often being uh, harassed by crows who don't yeah. like eagles. Well, here's Because eagles I... eat the crow's eggs. Sure. So the fight to the death. Yeah, usually. and you're like, well, who's going to win that fight? Well, the, the crows have numbers. They do have numbers, but a couple of crows... Look, at listen, I understand. You don't want your they egg... Know, they know who to call. Yes, together. they do. <laughs> Hello, pest, ex, pest exterminators? Yeah. Boop, boop, what are they called? Boop. Pest pest control? That's yeah, is this say. Crow 911? Pest okay. control. Call! And then they, they come over. <laughs> um, but here's here's the thing. So you Call cons- us anytime. Call. Um, call us 24 hours a day. Yeah, will this be call, call, or call? Call. Uh, the, pro- the problem is... So is this a long-distance call? Excellent. Uh, their <laughs> eggs are being consumed, and so that's the end to potential youth. Yes. Understood. Well done. You should fight for that. But yeah. an eagle is going to take out at least a couple of you crows mm. before you do any substantial damage to eagle. Okay. So you're just losing adult crows on this deal as well. They don't and worry. quite frankly, just lay some eggs another place. It's not good... <laughs> Uh, uh, management mm. of uh, Your, survival. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah. Sometimes I'll see like a seagull going after an eagle and just go, you are really have a bad ego problem because you're not going to win this fight at all, Mr. Seagull. I once I once watched an egret, not an egret. I don't think it was, no. Was it your regret you're talking about? <laughs> it's my regret. It was another kind of fishing bird, osprey. An osprey right. and, a, and an eagle fighting over a fish. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty interesting because okay. they would drop it and then the other one would pick it up. Yeah. But they were fighting over the water. So they would drop it down into the water ah. and the other one would oh. grab it. And What a weird day for that fish. <laughs> I think the fish is probably done by that point. Well, the fish is going like, my hero. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, this didn't work out. Oh, my hero. Oh, no, wait a minute. Yeah. I don't know who to root for. Yeah. <laughs> if any. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, and know. there's a second fish down below going, I can't let them see me. That's that's Because exactly. this would end this whole situation this is right perfectly now. still. Yeah. Frozen, yeah, which frozen. is bad. Yeah, now I'm a frozen fish stick. I'm a, I'm a shadow. <laughs> you cannot see me. Yes, no. There, it's quite interesting. We had one land in our in our in our yard one time, like in the in the uh, call it the yard, what a courtyard or the the place where the trucks come in and park and stuff. Okay, it landed to eat. They're huge. Oh yeah, because you don't realize, like when you're looking at an eagle flying around, you're like, you're like, you you say to yourself, that's a big bird, yeah. but you don't realize how far it is away. Because it's so big, it looks like it's closer than it actually is. Oh, yeah, yeah. When it actually lands, like, nearby, and then you look at it, you're like, holy crap. Well, we were driving to the ferry uh, a while back uh, to go to Victoria, and... Uh, oh, and wh- wh- where was she? Actually, she was also in the car. Oh, Victoria okay. was driving the car, and we were oh, okay. going to the uh, city of Victoria. Okay. It's it's excellent. Um, <laughs> so we're going, and then you see, like, an eagle, and you're like, oh, look. Well, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful eagle. And we're there. Actually, sorry. Third dragon was also there. Nina. Okay. Uh, Matsumoto was there. And we're like, oh, what a beautiful eagle. Oh, that's so beautiful. Let me see like another eagle. Oh, my God. Another mm, there's eagle. There's a lot in that area. Yeah. And then it gets to be a lot of eagles. Mm-hmm. And then it's not beautiful. Then it's creepy. Because <laughs> they're huge. <laughs> yes, they there's are. There's way too many eagles here. <laughs> and then you're like, popular nesting area. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like not a good place to walk your chihuahua. It's just no good. Yeah. Uh, it got a little creepy. Don't worry. The way things are going, all that land will be gone. There'll be no eagles there. You'll be safe. Yeah, there's no way the eagles can uh, fly away to somewhere else. No, no, but they can fly away, but they won't be here because there'll be no place for them to nest. So. Well, you may be sad. <laughs> Start things off with a sad note. <laughs> I'd like to do that. Like we gave, uh, speaking of nature and being good to nature, Yep. Um, word on the street is, uh, if you want to help a bee out, give them a little uh, spoonful of uh, sugar water. 
leave 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 that up for a bee. And oh, really? The bees seem to enjoy that, and it helps them out. We also have like a little bee. Why, ba- why is it? Why, why they get they dehydrated? It? They get oh. a little weak, and especially if oh. you see a bee that's walking on the ground, it uh, usually needs some water. And if you can make it sugar water, excellent. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we had a we had a confused little bee that was in our house, and uh, so we got it out of the house, and then it was like kind of walking around on the uh, porch, and so we put a little uh, bit of sugar water out for it. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully it uh, you know revived, okay. it yeah. revived and carried on. Yep, Hope, it wishing, prob- wishing it the best. We also have a bee bath in the backyard for a for full it. day after that. Sure, well, that's I, all I it sh- needs to take care of its uh, taking care of business. A business. I don't know how long bees live for. You know what? As long as it takes. Are they like turtles that live for hundreds of years? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That makes me feel better. Speaking of which, uh, how old is the band The Turtles? How old is the band The Turtles? Yeah. Well, they, they ended as a band in 1969, so not very old at all. Okay. Is there Are there any bands named after uh, bees? I know there's there was a band named called, Hornets. There was a, there was a band called The Bees. Oh, was there? Yeah. How were they? How were they? Yeah. They're okay. They're like a British beat combo of, of the mid-60s doing their thing. So it's fine. So were every one of their songs B-sides? That's very good. It really isn't. No, it was what are great. We, what are we doing? <laughs> it's great. What are we doing? You know what? I don't have head... This is my second week, third week without headphones uh-huh. doing the show. I don't like it. I like having our show in my ears as we do the show. So those white headphones don't work. Oh, I don't know. I've never tried those. Okay. Are those, well, ones, are those the original headphones that we used to use? I think so. Let me hand these over to you. Okay. See what you think. Yeah, I think you're right. Because, listen, let's go classic rock with this and see how it goes. Classic rock. Hope you're enjoying this part of the show, folks. Put these on. All right. See what you think. If these work, the problem is I will have no more excuses for my poor performance in this week's show. Okay, so I'm talking. Is that coming through? Yeah, it is coming through. Do you feel better? I do. You look a right fool. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I don't care what I look like. Okay, there you go. Good. As long as it care. as long as it brings you comfort, that's the. That's the important I don't thing. care if I'm looking at a right fool. <laughs> oh, so sad. <laughs> what? Nothing. Uh, we. I, uh, I just rebounded. The you did. You really did. You. you really Dennis Rodman that thing. Good on you. <laughs> um, wow, that was a. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's it's fairly fresh. He was in the news recently. Okay, but just as a basketball player, not so. Yeah, well, they mentioned though that he's a good rebounder, which is about. Oh, okay. You know his big thing. Okay. All right. Like, uh, does he rebound from re- relationships? You mean? Yes. Now, like, if he has a bad relationship, relationship goes badly, he rebounds quickly. Did you ever play the game Rebound? That one that's got the rubber bands on it? That's nope. like a little, almost like a curling game, and it's got like a, a ball that's in a little plastic ring, and you just go, shh, and you slide it, and it bangs on the rubber bands and goes around the other side, and you got to get as close to the edge as you can. It's very fun. Rebound. It was one of my favorite games as a kid. I don't remember. Every so that often game. it comes out. I don't remember that game. I will show you uh, some of it later on. <laughs> okay. And and there we go. We just uh, finished doing our um, full marks podcast. Yes. That will be coming out next week for for you guys. Nope. Next week, right? Nope. Week after next. Yeah. Week after next. It's really weird. Settle, settle I'm down. Having trouble. I'm settle having down. Trouble with this. Next the week after next. Yeah. Unless you've not listened to the first three, in which case. It'll be coming out right now because you could just listen to it right now. Uh, we've done um, we've done a couple of Marx Brothers movies, and uh, this week we just recorded uh, Horse Feathers. And, yes. Uh, so two weeks from now, you'll be hearing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so different from the film I expected. But I thought it was called Horse Fathers. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, I don't understand what's happening. Turns out it's called Horse Feathers, which is complete nonsense. All right. Tell me, tell me what the movie Horse Fathers would be like. <laughs> well, I imagine it would be... A group of horses uh-huh. who are fathers, and they're having some trouble with their kids, with their with their colts. And what's the twist? 
Does it have to be a twist? Yeah, it's a movie. Their hair is braided. Look, folks. <laughs> the reason the reason that this one's a little bit C plus <laughs> is because we just did that. All right, ask me what horse. That's, that's ask no me, excuse. Ask okay. me what horse fathers is like. Okay, tell me what's what's horse fathers like. Okay. All right. So it's uh, it's Paul Rudd. Oh. It's uh, Steve Carell. Oh, I'm not liking this movie. And it's a robot. Okay. okay, and a robot has to raise a dad for a long backstory. The robot has to raise a dad. Uh, yeah, it has to raise a dad, and the dad has okay. to raise a kid. Okay, <laughs> okay. It's a long backstory. Sure. Anyway, uh, so, but it mostly mostly falls upon the the robot. So, to skip to the end. Does the dad come back to life? I don't want to tell you that much. Okay. I'm going to tell you, but I will skip to the end. Okay. <laughs> the kids all misbehave. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and and all the fathers yell at the kids. Mm. So at the very end, they're all just horse. <laughs> I did not see that. And the only I did not one that spelling. And the only one who can like mm-hmm. uh, then take charge is the robot because the robot yeah. does not have a throat. Does not have a larynx mm-hmm. and does not. Uh, here's from... here's here's a little thing. Uh, there was um, there's a comedian named Matt Bronger who's a very uh, funny comedian, and mm-hmm. they posted a thing on Twitter where they mentioned that uh, the next the next Rocky movie is yeah. uh, Creed two. Okay. Creed was very good. Yeah. Uh, Creed two is coming out. Okay. And uh, and. Creed is going to be fighting uh, the son of Drago, Ivan okay. Drago. Okay. Uh, but they mentioned, I'm just bringing this up because they mentioned that this takes place in a world where there's uh, no weight classes. Because that was the same thing with Rocky Four. was there's no way Rocky and Dolph Lundgren would ever fight together. Yeah. Because they're just so radically different in size. Sure. That doesn't make any sense. Sure. Anyway, and he brought that up. And I went, that's not the issue in the Rocky universe. Yeah. Here's my Rocky issue. Okay. In Rocky, I'm going to say three. I'm pretty sure it's three. Okay. okay. Have you seen Rocky three? Where he fights Mr. T? Yes, I have seen that one. Very good. All right. I saw what's, it once. What's what's uh, what's Mr. T's name in that? It's not B. B. Slugger Lang. Clubber Lang. Oh, Clubber Lang. Sorry. Clubber Lang. That's right. I said Slugger Lang. That was wrong. Clubber Lang. But here's... I was close. Here's the problem. Okay. Uh, so in Rocky... Can I just say that was pretty good for a movie I saw when I was... Yeah, like, you were worried about having problems with your memory remembering yeah. names, and you pulled that right out I of there. I pulled out that wrong name right, right No, no, that was fine. You did fine. For long. Right. You're a good man. Okay. Don't worry about it. Thank you. Here's the problem. So Rocky three, Rocky which III. I now... Like, how many how many Rockies have there been? There have been, there've been six Rockies. By, and, that, by and, that point, there have been three Rockies. There have been. been. There's six Rockies... And there's two creeds now, so that's eight films. We're now into the eighth not, film in the Rocky series. Let's not count our creeds before they hatch. There's oh. one creed. Okay, but then the next creed is what I'm talking about. Okay, oh, I see. The next but creed. in Rocky three, Rocky is what III. I'm saying, okay. um, Rocky is rich. Okay. He's done very well for himself. He's sure. arrogant, maybe too arrogant. That's mm. the whole thing. Yeah. Pride goeth before the fall is sort of the message of sure. this film. Um, so it takes place in the summer. You know what? I think it actually takes place in the winter. But but thank you very much for that. But he buys... I'm not carrying my weight in this show. He buys his friend okay. a robot. And the robot... Is in Rocky Three. Yes. Buys a robot. I do not And it's a this. wise-cracking mm. service robot. Of course. But it's too wise-cracky, I think. Like, if I'm remembering correctly, it was like sassy. And it was like his was uncle Pauly or something. Was it oh, played by John Rivers? No, you're thinking of Spaceballs. That's right. Um, where everyone's walking through the desert... And it's like, water, 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 water. And then she walks away, oil, oil. <laughs> oh, Christ. I do not care for space balls. Um, so, one good joke. Is that one what? good joke? Oh, we accidentally, oh, we got their stunt doubles. That's the best joke in the whole movie. Um, what, uh, what, okay, let me just, as the quick aside then. Sure. What was Mel Brooks' last great movie? 
Uh, okay. Last great movie. I got a young Frankenstein. Great. Or, or last good movie then. Last good movie? Yeah, last good movie. Like the last movie that you would, you would watch and say, that was pretty good. Oh, I enjoyed um, uh, History of the World had some okay stuff in it. Part I one. I don't remember liking that. Mm, yeah, it's uh, there's some good stuff it in it. Like a, it seemed like a long way to go for what you got. There was. Yeah, it's not it's not great. And you didn't of, ask me if it was last uh, great yeah, yeah. movie. And it's kind of repetitive, too. Like It yeah. kind of drags out the Nazi dancing stuff for yeah. a second time, and you're just kind of like, mm. Hitler on Ice is funny. Um, I guess that's true. Uh, the, I would have said hi. The Inquisition, anxiety. pretty good song. Mm-hmm. Right? There's the whole thing. It's all right. I just, okay, to be fair to Oh, them, you know what? No, that doesn't count. I actually really like the uh, the musical version of the producers, but he That's didn't really do much. Sure, of that. Yeah. He he did have a chunk of to do that, but he didn't direct it. Uh, we really need to get back to the robot, though, when we when we have chance. My, uh, yeah, my I, to be fair to History of the World, I saw it with a bunch of friends on on home video. Yeah, which is often not the best way to see a, a certain films. Yeah, it's not it's not outstanding. It's like an early Woody Allen movie. Mm. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. there's some okay bits in this. Yeah, it's like yeah. uh, everything oh, you ever wanted what? to know about sex, but we're afraid to ask. Something like that. It's like yeah, some good, some bad. The Gene Wilder is good. The sperm thing's okay. It goes good. too long. The Gene Wilder thing's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, okay. Back to. But uh, here's oh. a, one more question. One more question. Okay. So this robot and Rocky, what about it? Yes. Thanks. Thank you. It's quite smart. Like too advanced for like a regular robot. Okay. So. Now we've gone. It through. enjoys puns. That's how smart it is. You know what? I I, I think it's a bit of a wisecracker if I'm remembering correctly. Kay. Maybe I'm maybe I'm incorrect. Okay. It's supposed to serve did beer, ha- but some others. Did stuff. It have a Brooklyn accent. Oh, I do not think so. But, meant, na- but now say it was actually asking for Earl, but it kept they kept giving it oil. I am so not going to let you tell a story later. <laughs> uh, so this robot in Rocky Three. Okay. It's very advanced. So the thing you got to understand by the time you get to Creed Two, robot technology in this universe. Must be amazing. They must have passed the Turing test by now. Like the artificial yeah. intelligence, the singularity has occurred, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that you're not noticing. Yeah. It's like, why are we watching these fighters? Yeah. It's everyone seems to really care about these fights. Of course it is, but it's not people that care about this. It's it's our robot overlords that are watching Creed fight for sport. Mm. And the last time they felt something, the the spark. Uh, was back when Ivan Draco and Rocky fought, and they want to recreate this, and this is the only way they're able to do it. So what you, what I hope we'll see is when they actually do fight, it will all be robots uh, watching going, beep, and that's <laughs> the, the highest compliment that a robot could give you. Nice. Yeah. And, and I'd also like to see some cameos from like, uh, the short circuit robot number five is okay. alive. Yeah. Uh, space camp. I want to mm-hmm. see that robot from, from there. The robots from, uh, black hole. I want to see those guys. Really like robots we can afford. Sure. Twe- Tweaky from, uh, from Buck Rogers in the 25th century. BBBB. Bee, 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 bee. That guy. Uh, him and, and Joan yeah. Rivers as the C3PO robot from Spaceballs. Yeah. All, all of them. Yeah. That, that was a really long story that you told. Just saying that. You son, of, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you horse father. <laughs> you know what? Doing the Marx Brothers podcast makes you mean. Is that what, yeah, is that makes, what you happens? makes you mean. I'm crabby. Yeah. I haven't had a lot of sleep. That's why. Oh, I, okay. I'm I sorry about that. I slept for, um, let's see, the night before last, I slept for four hours. And I slept for three hours and 15 minutes last night. That's less than Batman. You can't so sleep I'm less not, than Batman. I'm not doing you great. You four hours a night. You got to sleep longer than Batman. But... I do okay. Like I, I'm doing all right. I, I, I can't. I don't, I don't remember who you are, but I'm doing. I'm doing quite well. Right. You I know I'm. Fu- you know I'm full one of, of your brothers. <laughs> uh, I worked a full day at work. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't like. I didn't leave. I didn't go home. 
I didn't stay in bed all day. And you like, don't drink coffee. No. Blech. You do drink Coke. So you have yep. a little caffeine in you. Sure. All right. Yeah, I had a little Coke when I got here. All right. Be safe. Be safe driving home after this. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll do a we'll do a reasonable length show. No, we'll do fine. a reason no, but we it's will good. do a reasonable length show. It's no, fine. we'll no, we will There's do no a reason. No, we will. <laughs> we will. Well, we can try. We'll do. Um we try. uh you've uh let's talk uh let's talk pop culture. Um you saw For Incred- a change. You saw Incredibles too. It was very good. You uh, really liked it? Yes. Okay. Uh I And th- so did as and so did Eve. Eve said she loved every minute of it. So she's loving every minute of it. She loved every minute. Loving every minute of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah! Good. Good for her. Uh, if you could describe it uh, through a song, what, what would you say? She's loving every minute of it. You're... Oh, uh, I um, I was... I like, enjoyed it so much I was singing in the rain? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Yeah. I'm O Canada about it. You're okay about it? O Canada, yeah. Well, you don't like... You... Are a, you are a, a fuss budget. You're a fuss budget, and you do not like sequels. So it's hard for you yeah. to go to a movie and enjoy the sequel. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like, and I hope this isn't spoiling it for people, but this is, I'm just going to talk very generally about Yeah, it. we'll be general, and we won't say specific twists. We won't mention the a, crossover with Thanos. It was actually Eve who made, made this, because we were talking about it, and she, she said, she made this point, which is that the first film is about them accepting who they are. Yep. The second film is about society accepting who they are. Because when the first film ends, it's only themselves who have come come to this point of, you know, accepting their powers. They still can't be who they are. They have to pretend that they're not who they are. They have, you know, they have the race with Dash, who's, you know, slow down. You go, hey, you can go a bit faster, you know, but he can't be who he is. He has to pretend mm-hmm. that he's not, you know. So the second film is about the next step of them being accepted as people with powers, the people who are what they are can be who they are. And so I thought that was a good point from her, and that I don't think the movie makes it takes a step back or destroys what the first film built. I think it builds on top of what that film that film did, and I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it was you know in any way like a negative or that it that it canceled out elements of the first film. Okay, here's a here's a weird little bit where um, again I'm going to be very vague, and in this way, if you know what I'm talking about in both ways, you'll know. <laughs> there's a there's a there's an element that's in this film. Mm-hmm. That is very lightly dealt with, very lightly dealt with. But in the TV show Legion, it also occurs. And in there, it is dealt with as horrific. And it's the same thing. And it was interesting because it was mm. like two superhero y yeah, you know, yeah. uh, type movies dealing with a sci fi trope yeah. that's commonly used in other, uh, in other movies and sure. in other comic books. Yeah. Uh, and in one case, you're like, well, how dare you? What a what a what an invasion! What an intrusion! Yeah, and then other one's like, ah, eh, that's a bit annoying. But what are you going to do? You know, here. here well, you I go. don't think it's I don't think it's treated to to the people who who are have had to live with this. You know, in a way they do accept it in a way that is that does seem uh, matter of fact. But to the person it affects, it's very traumatic uh, for that person. The person who remembers it. Yeah. For the person that. You know, the person that it happened to, it, it's really of no importance at all in a way because, you know, um, yeah, it's interesting. And of course, it's a it's a kid's movie, so it's not going to go into it in, in, a, in a 
in a way that like something like Legion, which is a show for adults, would, would go into it. It's fun. It's funny. I don't again because I because I work so much in like you know mm-hmm. all ages medium. I I, I that feels a little cop outy, you know, to me. It's like mm-hmm. the emotion of something because you know the first movie, The Incredibles, dealt with a lot of horrific stuff. Like yeah. that, it was done in a cute way, but a lot of people get murdered. Mm-hmm. Like badly, yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, trauma, a lot of mm-hmm. uh, a midlife crisis. But it's, uh, yeah. you know, and uh, is my husband cheating on me? I feel betrayed. Am I <laughs> yeah. betraying my yeah. family? Uh, a lot, a lot of like adult issues that would work perfectly in anything a little bit more. But I think mm-hmm. because it's all ages, it's like, oh yeah, it's a fun film. They're like, well, it's got a lot of dark in no, it. No, no, it that's what makes a good all ages. But that's film. a Pixar movie. Yeah. You know, a Pixar yeah. movie will start off with like. Oh, he loved his wife, and his wife is dead. Let's go through all their love, mm-hmm. and now he's alone and he's sad. Yeah, what yeah. the shit movie? What are you doing? <laughs> and it's like, now let's have some fun. Yeah, like, and you will, and you show how people are recovering from things, and especially well, Pixar movies deal with that. Yeah. maybe not in Cars, and I, you, but yeah, and you want. I mean, the in the movie, it's treated as a bad thing that he has to that he has to make amends for. You know, it's it's not just you know, ugh, whatever. We might be talking about two different things in the movie. I don't think. I don't think. I think we're okay. talking about the same thing. I'm going to write something on okay. this on this thing. Okay. And you tell me if this is what you're talking about. Yep. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. Then uh, yeah. we are talking about the same thing. We're Very talking good. about the same thing. Yeah. And I think, but your your uh, your strange um, bias against sequels. <laughs> Makes you overblow this one element of the film out, out of. Out I think of it's very difficult as, to do a sequel without sacrificing an element. Well, to, a couple of elements of the main movie. I think it's. I think it's near impossible to do, with uh, the exception of doing uh, a genre switch, a la Aliens or Terminator Two, mm-hmm. where you actually change what the movie is. Yeah. Uh, with and use the same concepts. Sure. I don't think there's the anything... problem with that is that you change the characters too. So, for instance, in Terminator Two, Linda Hamilton's character is completely different. It's completely different Sarah Connor yeah. than she was in the first film, and it's the same with Aliens. Ripley's character is a different Ripley than than is an Alien. Yeah. Do you think you lose anything when you watch then the movie Alien, uh, having the movie Aliens exist? No, I don't. I don't. I don't, either. I don't really care. I don't either. I don't, I I don't, it's, it's its own complete story. Well, that's the thing. Because I don't really care about continuity. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. Like, I don't even care, like, Incredibles 2. I don't, I don't connect the two films together in a way. I don't, like, I don't go, gee, that was different in the first film. I don't even think about that. I just watched the second film without, without regard to the first. You know, I just, it's, you know, they're two different movies and they're telling two different things and they're approaching a similar subject matter you in a different way. think they're two ways. different movies, even though they, they connect exactly. They connect, but they're exactly. not exactly. They have the exact same movie where the last movie ends is mm-hmm. where the first movie, yep. where the next movie begins. Yeah, but it has different concerns. Yes, but it's you don't take it as one whole thing. I guess you could, but I don't see. I don't think you have to, and I don't because I don't, I don't. I don't like continuity in things. Like I find that uh, something that hampers creativity in films is okay. if it's too slavishly devoted to continuity. And you don't think that's what they do here, starting this movie exactly. Where the last movie ends? No, because I think they take the film in a totally different direction, and it has different concerns. It the characters. I don't think the characters change, but I think they're they they do reverse roles in this movie. By the way, mm-hmm. so you do end up which with some, you have to do really. You can't just sure. make another story about exactly the same thing. But you you say like so. I think that's you know they may not change genres, but they do do role reversals. So you end up telling a different story, a, a different story with different viewpoints than you had in the first film. 
And yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that. And I don't think that, you know, like I don't, I really don't think it, it stepped back on the first film at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm, here's what I'm dealing with right now. It's like I'm writing the second Sparks book right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did, oh. a, we did a book called Sparks. And Me, he hates David sequels, is, uh, David's the colorist. Nina uh, Matsumoto is the artist. I wrote it. Wrong so, order. Outright, outright now for, what, really? Okay. Uh, then you're the colorist. Uh, Nina Matsumoto is the artist. Then I'm the writer. Um, <laughs> Is that how it goes? I don't know. Mm. I'm the writer. You're the colorist. Nina's the artist. How are we doing this? No. Nope. You're the colorist. Nope. I'm the writer. You're the colorist. Nina's the artist. You're the colorist. <laughs> how many times do you want to be mentioned, you egotistical that's, bastard? That's the best one yet. Uh, but it's out right now. <laughs> so anyway, I'm writing. I'm writing a sequel. Yeah. And it's uh, yeah, it's it's a tricky it's a tricky bit of business because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you uh, don't want to take away from what has gone before. You want to still be true to the characters, yeah. and you want to actually have a story that needs to be told instead sure. of just like "here we go again." Yeah, yeah. You know, because you've seen all the movies and 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 things that like do a sequel that's just like, well, there's no need for Revenge of the Nerds two. You know, <laughs> there's no need for this. Yeah, Nerds in Paradise. I think if you, yeah, I think I haven't. And seen I think we've got. But... I think I've got a, a story that's worth telling. But uh, I, I don't want to take away from. See, to me. I think like uh, our book ends in a good place, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily think it ends in a su- super super duper happy. I mean, it's ha- it's a good, it's a pleasant it, ending. It's a it's a it ends at a stopping place. It ends at a stopping place. It doesn't end. It's not like the end of the journey there, right? You know, and I would say the same thing about Incredibles one. At Incredibles one ends at a stopping place. Yes, we have the Underminer appear, and the characters gear up and are ready to to do battle. Yes. And that's a stopping place. That's not a that's not a triumphant end of the film. Yes, it is though, because they've reached uh, <clears throat> what they what they what they tried to do through the whole thing, mm-hmm. which was I'm trying to save my family. That was his whole thing. Was like yeah, yeah. He's trying to save his family, uh, and thinking that the way he saves his family is by making himself stronger and better. Yeah. And in that way, I'll save my family. But he doesn't trust his family yeah. to do things with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so by the end of the Incredibles. The family is together, and That's the family right. is working as a family. And here we go together. But, we're going to do this. But they're about to do something illegal as a family. They're about to break the law. Yeah, but that's not an issue. It is an issue. It really isn't. Not for that. Not well, for not, that movie. Not, not for that movie because it stops. That's what I mean. Yeah. But it's not the end of that journey mm-hmm. because they still cannot act as a family. You know, to no, be who the first they are. movie is it's the family coming together and mm-hmm. using. Uh, superheroism yeah. as the way that they do it. Uh, that's the that's how they go about it and how they bond. And so they're, sure. they're all presented with with yeah. that. Yes, and then and then the but the they next... also get to be themselves. That's correct. You can be yourself. That's the thing. Be yeah. yourself. There's still a weird thing in in and maybe I maybe I'm I'm not picking up the right thing from the first movie because there's a thing that Dash says, which is uh, where if everybody's special, mm-hmm. then nobody's special. Yeah. And that's something that he says. That's a that's a, a a message that's like really hit. Like that's a thing that's a real strong. If everyone's special, nobody's special, and that's his complaint because he doesn't get to be special. Mm-hmm. What do you think that means? Do you think that's do you think that's like everybody shouldn't be special? That there should be people that are better than other people, or every what's the, what's that? What does that mean? Well, if, <laughs> you can't be better than the others. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, everyone's you special. To, yeah. But if everyone's special, no one's special, and that's his complaint. As if it's, and I'm, I'm trying to think of the movie believes that's true. Yeah, or the movie wants to answer that question later, but never seems to answer that question of like, is that is that is well, that a fair thing or is that a bad way to live? Well, in, interestingly, The Incredibles has been criticized for having an Ayn Randian. 
and Tomorrowland as well has been. Mm -hmm. You know, even though I really like Tomorrowland, which most people don't like. Um, but, but I yeah. think you can. I think you can be a proponent of the individual without being without being an Ayn Randian. Which I think is an extreme example of of the individual in the sense of a selfishness, like the idea that like the Incredibles characters aren't selfish. They're they're incredibly giving of their powers to the help to helping other people. Eventually. They don't eventually. Well, what do you mean eventually? Like in the beginning of the film, we see Mister Incredible helping people in lots Why? of different ways. Oh, like he is like okay. Listen, when you see him in the insurance uh, agency and the the lady needs help, mm -hmm. he helps her, showing that he is a hero even in real life. That's yeah. true. But but later when he wants to be a superhero again, yeah, he doesn't want to be a superhero to help others. He wants to be a superhero to help himself and sidebar help his family to to be better. That's what he wants. Mm -hmm. But it's a selfish wish. Mm. And Violet is in, is introspective, and we take that shyness as you know, not selfish. But shyness can be selfish as well, because you are then thinking about yourself and all she can think about is herself and, and vanishing and, and she's, but she's not thinking about others. Dash wants to be the best and mm -hmm. wants people to praise him for yeah. what he's doing. He's the most yeah. overtly egotistic or craving of, of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Mrs. Fantastic, you know, wants <laughs> things to be, wants things to be normal, but I think she wants to be the perfect mom. Yeah. Whatever that means. And that means no powers. Be normal, be normal, be normal, and that's what she wants. But again, her thing is selfish too. She doesn't want that necessarily for her kids. Yeah. She wants that because she wants the perfect well, family kind of thing. I mean, and then they do become less yeah. selfish as they look into each other's needs and acknowledge what each other needs, mm -hmm. and then they become better people later on. But I don't, I don't think you need to divorce good. She, she shouldn't get a divorce. I don't think you need to divorce good actions. I don't think you need to divorce motives like that. Like you can act. For public good and still have a firefighter can enjoy their job and still have, enjoy it and still have an ego element to it of I'm a really good fireman. Yeah, I'm gonna be the best fireman. Yeah, I'm gonna save the most people and I'm gonna let everyone know that I'm a really good fireman. Well, you shouldn't want to want to save the most people because you should just want people to be safe. But yes, you know if I mean? you want to save the most people, you're pushing the other person out of the way while you're going to like build up your score. That's <laughs> yeah. not great. Yes, that's right. That's what I mean. Yeah, that uh, sounds like a special episode of Emergency where Johnny <laughs> learns that's not the way to go. Um. So I don't think that, you know, so I, if someone is like Mr. Incredible, obviously has a huge ego and has incredibly invested his himself into his, you know, his role as Mr. Incredible. And he wants he wants acknowledgement and he wants to be that superhero. But he also really wants to help people as a superhero. Like that's mm -hmm. that's his, his desire, his drive. You that's know, who he so how he defines. That's himself. how he defines himself. Yeah. And I don't think it's wrong that he wants to help people and also be praised for it. That's fine if that's what you want um there's people who want to help people and not be praised for it it just depends on your personality uh so i don't i just find like like ayn rand was more than just that like her philosophy is more you know it's like she she believes that there was virtue and selfishness mm -hmm. that you had to be selfish in order to the weaker in your way yeah the weaker in your way that you you are better like like when when dash is talking about being special mm. he's not talking about being better than He's talking about being that he has a that he himself yeah has so, there's something about him that is special and he can't show it and if he can't show it then I will agree with that yeah I think I think the mistake is to think that you know if everyone is special then no one's better than anyone else then nothing that's the wrong yeah, way to go that's Whereas the, I think yeah, don't like think every, better than yeah. it's like saying oh well if everyone's unique then yeah well yeah everyone is unique mm -hmm. you know and everyone is special in their own way as corny as that sounds yeah they are. 
everyone has their own strengths and mm-hmm. they should uh hopefully be able to uh nurture those strengths and be the best and if he's the if his thing is speed he should be able to run as fast as he can that's right but if his main thing is so that people will clap for him and praise him yeah. boo, if it's because he just wants to run and he loves running which he does yeah great that's 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 fine you know and well i think he has a little bit of both to him he wants the he has a natural he wants attention he wants attention he has a natural he's a obviously this sort of extroverted character who wants attention and craves praise and and but also has this you know like my one of my favorite scenes in the film is when he's running on water and he gives that little laugh of 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 you know amazement yeah at what he can do you know and there's so little like here's the thing about marvel superheroes in comics form uh at least the 1960s ones um Almost all of them, to me, depend. The difference between the DC superheroes in the '60s and the Marvel superheroes in the '60s is all the Marvel superheroes have villains' origin stories. Uh, it's an accident, a horrible accident, uh, does this thing to you, and now you've got like the powers of a spider. Well, that's not a hero situation. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing that Spider-Man does isn't go, "I've got to save people." He goes, "I'm going to make some. I'm going to make some fat cash." Yeah, this is a villain. <laughs> this is a villain's origin. Yeah. And then something happens and they make a choice and they go, no, I'm going to do the right thing. Tony Stark, you know, is a weapons manufacturer. He's a rich guy. He's, he's villainous. Doctor Strange is villainous. They're, they're bad, they're bad guys. They're bad people. Then they get some power and that would be a villain's story. But no, they, there's something that happens where they go, I've got to, I've got to put others before me and then they become, then become heroic. Whereas something like, you know, uh, Batman is something horrible happens to this poor little kid. I'm going to fight crime. And it's all just straight. Or, you know, uh, Jor-El sends his kid to, to our land or uh, Princess Diana sent to our land. And they're the greatest and they're going to be the strongest and they're going to be the best and they're going to lead us. And they're noble from the get-go and everything's noble about them. And our planet is wonderful. Yeah. And Paradise Island is amazing. And everything's <laughs> great. And here's a great person. And damn it, you should love this great person because they're so great. And you know what? They're great. And they're so great. And all the villains are think- someone who had, oh, I lost my hair in an accident. Oh, I'm so mad. Uh, I'm going to kill you, you son of a bitch. And it's like, yeah, an accident turned them evil. It's James Bond where uh, James Bond is handsome and all the villains have a, a, a disability of some sort. Mm. Because if you're disabled, you're, you're weak and deformed and you're a little ugly, then you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marvel superheroes are a little fucked up. And the thing is an ugly guy who should be a monster. And he's not. Yeah. You know, yeah. because he tries to do good things, even though he really doesn't like how he is. Yeah. But how does that relate to the Incredibles story? How that increases is, is <laughs> that the Incredibles all have uh, villains' uh, origins in them, too. Oh, okay. Mr. Incredible wanting, like, uh, having a midlife crisis mm. and wanting to be loved by the public yeah. will do something that will endanger others and possibly his family so that he has uh, the ego stroke he needs yeah. to deal with his midlife crisis. Yeah. And he endangers his family when he does that. Mm-hmm. And so this is, uh, I think, like the best superhero stories have a villain's origin uh, running parallel to them that could easily go with that path. And same with Dash. He wants to be better than everybody. He is better than everybody. Fuck it, he's going to be better than everybody. Mm. And, and 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 be like that. He could be a villain easily. Mm. There's nothing necessarily heroic about that. Yeah. And then, yeah, you got to take the little twist. The other thing with the... Oh, I can't talk Flash, about that. Flash is a, a cop. And then he gets the powers of speed. Mm. Becomes a super cop. There's never any doubt that he would be great. Okay. And good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, just a DC different, origin. Yeah, just a different... Uh, here's a ring for so. you. Why? Because you're the greatest person that's ever lived and the bravest soul we've ever seen, and here's a ring that's magic, and now you've got superpowers, because you're the best. Yeah. No conflict there. Bye! I'm going to die now, because you're the hero. The end. That's a DC origin. But the origin, the origin of Captain America is kind of like a DC origin. Oh, it, tell me. His rebirth in the 60s was a, was a Marvel superhero origin. Okay. All right. right. Tell me what makes uh, tell me tell me what makes like the original 1940s Captain America different. Well, I just think he's just a guy who gets a serum, become a super soldier. Yes. Fight the Nazis. Fight the Nazis, and he just that's what he does. Yes. There's no conflict over what he's going to do with these powers or whatever. He just accepts them, you know, and becomes the super soldier. You know what? You're you're right. And uh, there's been other Captain Americas that the next okay when Captain America was frozen in ice. Nerding out here. Uh, There was another Captain America that was made in the 50s uh, who fought communism. And there was a communist Red Skull. Okay. And the story they, they followed with later on was he he went bad. He, he okay. went bad because he was like, he saw communism everywhere. And he yeah. had become a McCarthyist. Ah. And yeah, it became... He turned into Steve Ditko. La, 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 la. <laughs> uh, whereas the Steve Rogers of the 60s, he's a man out of time mm-hmm. who is... You know, unfrozen or however he's recovered. I have yeah, no idea. Hitler's been beaten. He did, got beaten without him. Yeah, all his friends are dead or really old. He has no connection to the people. You know, he that kind of displacement. He could really could turn sure meet bad. You know, an anger at what at this misfortune is. But instead, he's Captain America. He he continues to fight for what is what he thinks is right. Yeah, and in the movies, they really carry that in a good. They show that it weighs on him. Mm-hmm. I you really know, like, that he lost all of his To me, they're the best Marvel film, films. Not the first one, but the, the sec- second yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Winter Soldier is, is probably the best one of, of the bunch. Just because it has the deepest, like, you know, it, I don't like the backstory movie, but having the backstory there, it gives that character much a much deeper resonance, you know. Yeah. No, I... Well, yeah, we really enjoyed uh, Incredibles yeah. too. Well, you, you've brought up my dislike of sequels, and I'll just like state the reasons that were for that, which is uh, that if you have a movie, this is just on the basic level. Like, yeah. a, this is Star Wars. Kay. You have a movie where the character has an arc, the character goes through the arc, mm-hmm. uh, beats the villain uh, because they've overcome whatever obstacles they had, their dream sure. is fulfilled. Uh, they overcame their fears, whatever it is. Uh, villains want, uh, d- defeated. Uh, evil is gone. Yay. Hooray. Here's a medal ceremony. Che- cheers. Uh, next movie. Oh, did we say evil was defeated? My mistake. It's much worse than ever before. Uh, and you're going to end up probably doing most of the same things again. <laughs> and you're going to end up blowing up another Death Star later on. Yeah. And then in the next movie after well, that, that's we're, gonna, we're gonna go of, through three. That's not that's not the fault of Empire Strikes Back, but okay. Yeah, and Empire Strikes Back, you might go, well, they don't blow up a, a Death Star in Empire Strikes Back. True, but they also don't end Empire Strikes Back. It's not a complete movie. No. It's a cliffhanger. If you take yeah. those two movies yeah. side by side, Empire and Return of the Jedi, yeah, it all leads to blow up a second Death Star, <laughs> and now now you got it. Now you're on the trolley, yeah. You know, and there's some nice redemption thing there, and some you know of uh, some characters and what have you. But yeah, you lose the, like the uh, if you take it all as one, the happy ending of the first one gets diminished a bit because it's not we defeated it all, hooray! Yeah. It's uh, there, and I think that's a little bit of this one too. Whereas 
the, the, I felt the I first don't think it I don't think it has the sense that defeated it all hooray I mean it does in the sense that that movie was supposed to be a standalone film yeah but you can you can spin you, it you blew up the biggest thing you that can, the Empire had sure. but you uh, can spin it into that was one battle in, in, a, in a long but that's, war you know what no I don't think you can because if you're if, if all that they've set up for you is you know the Empire has taken over you know the galaxy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then this is our greatest weapon. Yeah. This is the biggest thing we've got, Boyo. Yeah. And I'm, the, and there's the leader. Well, they still have those big giant ships that take forever to pass by the movie screen. Yeah. Those don't get blown up by the, nope. By that's, the death, that's absolutely the true. But those things are nothing compared to the Death Star. No, no, I agree. That's the a, biggest it, thing they got going big, on. It's a big deal. They blew it up. I'm it's not, a huge I'm not going deal. To, the biggest thing. But it's not, it did not end the governing system of but, the Empire. Well, what did you, oh, do they have the Emperor in the, in the first movie? They don't. No. No. So as far as you know, no, Hitler, just, Hitler yeah, yeah, got yeah. blown up in I'm, the first movie. I agree movie. with you. Yeah. But I'm just saying that you that movie does not state definitively that that is the end of everything that they've, you know, well, they, no. it's, they get some medals and stuff like that. If you get to, if you get to the like end of the movie Dragon Slayer yeah. and it kills the dragon, you don't have them go, you know what, there's other dragons probably. No, you go yeah. like, but no, you defeat the dragon. But if, but now if, we're all cheering. Yeah, and but that's if the end. in Dragon Slayer 2, a character says, you know, there's like a brief pause and then the character turns to the character after they've had the celebration it ends the movie yeah. the new movie starts he turns and says you know there's some more dragons out there you might you might they might be coming for you yeah you're not going to go oh this is ridiculous this completely erases what happened in the first film no he still killed a dragon in the first movie yeah now you got to kill seven more otherwise yeah. that's the that's the problem no no i agree with yeah. you that it would be boring i'm just saying it's not it's not if you take any disney movie but empire strikes back does not repeat the the the, the storyline of of the first of Star Wars it it takes that story in different ways and in interesting in directions it makes, basically that's the whole movie is about failure mm-hmm. the, that's that if you don't incl- if you if if you consider it its own full movie yes it's a weird yeah. it's a weird it's, situ- a, it's, it's a, a weird situation yeah. because it doesn't complete itself no nope. so what it does okay here's 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 what the first one does. Because you uh, end on such a happy place mm-hmm. where Luke now can use the Force and he knows how to use a lightsaber, you can then do what the books did and the and the and the and the games and whatever that came after that before Empire Strikes Back did and went like he's now having more space adventures. Yeah, he's going out, he's doing stuff. Your imagination goes free. It goes it goes out there. You can imagine all the things he'll do. You know, maybe he'll fight Darth Vader again, but who knows? That guy went spinning off into nothing, so who the hell knows? Yeah. It's just fun. Now, with the second film, because they don't end it, you've still got your imagination going, Sure. what's going to happen? And so you don't have that completion. You don't have mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah, you get that, but in a, in a different way. It still lets your imagination go, wow. And, but then, because it then connects with the next movie, where the whole thing leads to blowing up another well, Death Star. You, you know, I think that movie is a disaster, so it's not, you know... I'm not going to argue in favor but where do you, of that okay, sequel. Let's, you can have good sequels and you can have bad no, sequels. No, no, no. I don't okay, think well, you can have, take, never just, have a good let's sequel. Let's just take Empire Strikes Back then. It's a good so, sequel. Right. It is a good sequel. You think Jedi is a bad sequel. Yeah. Great. So let's go with this. Going with what you're saying right now, that uh, okay. you know, then what do you do in Return of the Jedi? It doesn't have to be called Return of the Jedi. Yeah. What do you do in the third movie? Because you got to have a third movie because you left it open. Yeah. What do you do in the third movie that is a different journey than blowing up the Death Star again? That doesn't have Ewoks. That doesn't have in front of that door for forever. Uh, maybe it I don't doesn't mind have the Ewoks, it, but... doesn't have necessarily Leia be another Jedi because that feels like we're just throwing another yeah, extra yeah. thing on the fire. What do you do in the third movie that justifies 
you having a sequel? Why? What do you? What does Luke need to do for his journey to make this a full story that makes sense? Well, I think the redemption of his father is is the main feature of the of the third film. Okay. And I think the problem with the third film is there's not there's actually not enough attention paid to that element of the film. You know, we have a huge revelation in the first movie. I think is it enough that Luke like that that Darth Vader turns just because of seeing Luke tortured for a while? Because that doesn't feel like it's enough. No. Uh, Where then the guy who blew up a planet full of people <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah. like, no, this is enough of this bullshit, and now he gets to go to Jedi heaven. Like, that just felt, that's a little deathbed, uh, I accept Jesus as my savior. You know, that just seems oh, a little... Oh, glad to hear that. Well, oh, wait, does that count? <laughs> um, yeah, what do you do to make the Darth Vader thing make sense? Okay, well, we're spitballing here. Yeah, there's no wrong so answers because George Lucas I don't, would do worse. Okay, well, we'll kind of go back a little bit over well-trodden territory. One thing is I don't think I don't think I would have Han Solo in the movie. Because his journey is complete. His journey is complete. His character arc is done. Is he with uh, Leia? No, he's still in the stuff. Oh, you leave it with him yeah. in the Carbonite? Yeah. for now. You know what? You could leave him in the Carbonite, period, because that journey actually is, I love you. You said I love you. They mm-hmm. love each other. Yeah. Yeah, you could you could have you could that tra- or, you could have a tragic or you have the end of the film and you have a nice coda of them rescuing Han. That's not, the last thing. You not do. yeah, that would be the last thing I would do in the film. Oh, that's interesting. But not that terrible way they do it in the movie. You it would end be much it. Better. You end it with them rescuing Han. Mm, yeah, like it. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm all for the Han story. The Han arc is great. Chewie's happy. Uh, Leia's happy. They end yeah. with kissing. Love it. Okay, what are we doing with Luke? I think how's he convince his dad to turn? Well, I would if I was gonna do, I would. I think I would open it on Dagobah again. Okay, so you're back to Dagobah. You're back, back, back there, and I think that you want to have. Oh, I'm just trying to think now because we need. I would like all new characters in this film. Good. Okay. Sounds weird, right? No. Okay, because I don't think we need Leia in it now. Like I think she should come through, come in the film sometime later. Like there's a thing they did in the. She's leading the rebel forces, right? So yeah, or she's part of that group. So somehow he has to like. Rendezvous she's with him. Yeah. She's also the only woman with a speaking role in the galaxy. So she's got a lot to do. Except for that other woman who said a couple of lines once. <laughs> she's the only woman who speaks in the galaxy? Yeah. Oh. Here's something, by the well, way. Let's that, get woke. Okay. How about Luke? Okay. Let me just say this real fast. In the comic, they did a thing which I liked, which yeah. was... Because uh, Alderaan blew up, right? But not, sure did. But not everyone who was from Alderaan... Were there. ...was on Alderaan. Yeah, yeah. So she's still... Uh, the leader of Alderaan. Mm-hmm. So she could be trying to gather, which they've done in the comic, and I like this, is she's trying to find this, the last remaining people of Alderaan and yeah. gather them together again as well. That's mm-hmm. kind of her thing because she still yeah. isn't, she's responsible for them. She put so, together a MySpace page. Yep. People are contacting Yeah, literally. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's hard to think and, of And it's how... okay that it's MySpace because this is a long time ago, guys. Yeah. So why not, instead uh, of... Instead of the Death Star, Luke goes to the Emperor's planet. Okay. Which is like the which is like the the, the breeding ground. I don't breeding grounds, right? but you know, like the training ground for the stormtroopers. Like sure. The, where they're created because they're clones, right? Uh, they talked about the Clone Wars, but they're not necessarily clones by this point. Yeah, they're just stormtroopers or stormtroopers. Oh, they're not clones. Well, thought... they they refer to uh, Obi Wan briefly referred to I fought with your father in the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of implies that there's not clones anymore because that was what the Clone Wars were about. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. okay. So uh, now they're just regular they're just, people. They're just dudes. Yeah, because they they have casual conversations with each other mm-hmm. in in some of the things. So yeah, and they're different heights, so they're not necessarily clones. 
if you go with the original movies. I'm just trying to think of how they were training them, though, for sure. Why I don't know where they come from, where they recruit them. It's hard to think of. Okay, how about maybe Yoda mentions a Jedi Master who is imprisoned on this planet, on the Empress planet. All right. And in some way, it's implied that it's Luke's father, real father, that Darth Vader isn't his father. Okay, even though Darth Vader is said. Oh, that's right. That's making Yoda lie. I don't want to do that. I'm thinking they're trying to. Ah, oh, it's hard to think of. It's hard to think of an alternate play. Just off the top of your head, obviously. Yeah. You know, I think they took more than one day to write uh, the Star Wars. Did they though? <laughs> well, here's the thing. What would what would it take for Darth Vader? George to... Lucas wrote on a pad with pencil. It took him a long time to write that. Yeah, screen. Darth Va- Darth Vader. I think you could actually have a flashback scene where you see, but like just a scene. Don't give me a prequel. Don't give me three movies. Yeah, yeah. We could see why. Obi-Wan said what he said. And you see what was the turn that Darth Vader made as Anakin, you know, as adults or, or what have you, that made him, you know, turn against uh, his friend real fast. You, you get that over with fast. But that's then got to be why he bonds with Luke later on. Whatever mm-hmm. the thing he was that made him turn, Luke shows him it's not true. There is goodness. There is something. There is another way besides violence to control things. Maybe something went horribly out of control, and he went, I've got to control everything. The only way to do this is uh, through the Empire. They're the best chance of controlling things. And so he does the wrong thing for the right reasons, which is always the strong way to go. Uh, though, why is he blowing up a fucking planet in the first one? It's so hard. How do you justify that? Ugh, so hard. Um, yeah, I don't know what, what, what Vader would, would have to do to uh, to do it, but I think it is like Luke going, well, if you're going to do this, you got to kill me and throwing him the lightsaber and just going, either kill me or well, you don't. I mean, I think if, the, if your redemption scene would have to be that, yes, Darth Vader is at his mercy and he he puts himself at Darth Vader's mercy mm-hmm. and, you know, hopes that his father is, is in there. Uh, but, yeah, it's hard to think of, like, the, like, let's all agree that having a second Death Star is dumb and just... It's repetitive, but it is really convenient because you need some sort of rallying point. Mm -hmm. How about this? How about at one point Luke has a bunch of, you know, does get angry, gets so angry. And you see Luke kind of turning and Darth sees this. And Darth does not want Luke to turn. No. Oh, let me get this. Okay. Okay, let me just this because I think this is a good scene. Yeah. Where they're having their fight and they're fighting with lightsabers and then Luke just turns off the lightsaber, puts that away, and it's like, I'm just going to use the force. And just like reaches out to him and just tears his armor off. Because we've seen that Darth is weak without the armor. He's got to mm. recharge. He's got to do all this stuff. Yeah. And just tears it tears it off him. Yeah. So he now basically sees Darth Vader as this weak old man that, and and just and can't. And won't like I'm not going to to do this, and he and he and he grants him mercy. And there's something there's something in that where where Darth is out of the is out of the armor, and there's something and like maybe he wraps him in a in a, a robe that's like Obi Wan's robe or something close to it, just like covers him up, and you know is 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 trying is trying to help him, and then and then Darth teams up with him because he's been granted this mercy. Mm. He finds you know he I've actually made some good in the world through yeah. my son. Well. This is. I was sort of leaning this way when I was thinking about Luke on Dagobah. Is that he begins to reject Yoda, mm-hmm. and he begins. He's. He, I don't have time for this. He shit. can't get over the bitterness of losing his hand, sure. and he starts to. He starts to 
actually become starts turning towards the dark yeah, side. Yeah, why didn't you train me better than this? Yeah. If you told me that information, I'd still have my hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he starts Instead, to... Instead, re- I'm hand solo. <laughs> <laughs> and And so, yeah. So maybe he seeks out, like, his father and the emperor because he wants to join with them. So rather than him going there as a... So rather than carrying on against them, he wants to... He's, he wants to join them. I mean, obviously, you'd have to build up to this point. Yeah. It can't happen like in two seconds at the beginning of the film. But that's Luke's story. Leia's story it could be happening simultaneously. And I think what would be best is that she gets captured by the, the Empire again and taken to the planet. Now Luke is faced with the situation where he's, you know, his sister is going to be killed. And that's what ch- changes him back. Like, that's what turns him against and I, but I don't still don't see okay, how we can get. Where, how can we get Darth Vader to turn? Let, though, no, let me say this. I think he, I think the Darth Vader plot. Is this exciting, people? This is so, okay. so dull. It's uh, <laughs> we talked about this over dinner, where you don't say you don't say things are dull. You just go for it. Um, okay, here's what here's what I think has to happen. Yes. And this is how you this is how you make it work. Okay. The Darth Vader Luke uh, plot is yeah. these are both uh, people that were apprentices. Mm-hmm. Darth went one way. Luke has the chance to go the same way as Darth. Yeah. Makes a different choice. Darth sees that Luke has made the different choice. It now becomes valid in his head. And then, and is, and Luke convinces Darth to change. Where I think the Emperor goes is, I think Leia in some way confronts the Emperor. Okay. And those that the Emperor is leading, who has been leading with, um, violence and, and threats and showing that I have the power. Mm-hmm. They see that Leia, not through force powers, but through something else, sees that, you know, wait a minute, I like, I like her. I like this better. Mm. I'm sick of, you know, being a fucking Nazi soldier. You're saying there's some, there's something else. And she ends up beating the emperor and becomes the leader because she's a better leader than he is. He is actually selfish. They see that. They see that he's willing to sacrifice all of them, whereas she, protects even the smallest amount of her people with her own life. She would give herself for her people. The emperor would sacrifice all of them to protect himself Mm -hmm. because he is completely selfish. And so they go, fuck this. We're following her. Or at least a substantial amount of stormtroopers turn on other stormtroopers and follow, and follow Leia and take off their helmets and become people again. And so, and so she then has the thing because her strength is she's a good leader. Mm -hmm. She, she's, she's brave. She's a warrior, but she's also a leader of these people. And, and then, yeah, she, they destroyed this one world. She then takes this other one over. And now she's basically becomes the person who's like leading, leading the galaxy. Well, I think that's good. I just think, feel like what we're missing though is something interesting to hang this story on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the first film has the Death Star. Yep. The second film has, Basically, there's a long chase through the through the galaxy as yes. the Millennium Falcon is harried all the way to the, the Cloud City. Uh, this movie needs <laughs> needs some sort of thing in the center of it. We need something to blow up. I don't think we order... need something to blow up, but we need something that's we need some sort of set piece or something that's that's. Um... I see her doing a Braveheart type speech to some <laughs> to some stormtroopers who realize she is the way to go, and not all of them turn to her. But some of them do, and enough of them do. Well, that's, I mean, like I say, that's, I like the storyline. I just think that, yeah, we just, you just need to hammer out what, like, why are they there? Okay. What, what we'll is there? In, we'll fix it in editing we'll later. We'll fix it. We'll, we'll, but let us our know. second draft. Let us we'll, know what you think. We'll contain uh, of, uh, of our Let's Star Wars fan it. fiction because it's, uh, podcast. It is tricky. Like, I could see why the, you know, George Lucas just turned back to the, to the Death Star again. 
it's because it's such an easy it's such an easy way to to you know to it's such an easy focal point to the to the film series right and so you need something like that and I, but i prefer the idea of a planet where it's sort of the emperor's the empire's the 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 center sort of the center of the empire this you know kind of industrial planet it's not even like maybe it's maybe it is like a death star because it's not a real but it's not a death star it doesn't move but it's not a real planet it's just a giant mechanized globe yeah that is just built entirely to to create the empire yeah you know and so it acts as like the training the the building this it's it's yeah. all you know it's just sort of this center of the web well, that could be interesting yeah this is where they build the death stars this is where they train the uh, this is where they built those giant ships as well that would be cool tell me if it was hidden in something like a black hole but it's more it's actually a wormhole mm-hmm. but you don't know you think you're you think you're being drawn into a black hole and then they come out and they're in this different place in this kind of the center of the sure that would be sort of interesting yeah a little hidden empire there nice. and then there's this big giant and they call it star wars hidden empire oh that's a good name fuck <laughs> i love it okay well anyway <laughs> Uh, I'm going to get J.J. Abrams on the horn. We're going to have a little conversation. See if we can redo that. And there we go. It's time we... In the meantime, you know what? See Incredibles 2. I did... You know I what? We're going to start a Kickstarter. I did. We're going to start a Kickstarter to redo uh, Star Wars uh, Return of the Jedi. Please do. See Incredibles 2. There's a lot of great scenes in it. I got a philosophical issue about it, but uh, who cares? It's good. Go see it. It's <laughs> well, well, it's well worth a see. I don't think you're wrong. It's well worth a see. But I, I think they, I think, and great action scenes. Some really great action scenes. There's mm. a scene with, uh, yeah, what's Elastigirl on uh, mm. on her motorcycle? That's yeah. just like, yeah, her Elastigirl. Nice. It's great. It is a good. Uh, it's a you know, it's Brad Bird. Yep, doing it great. He recovered. And from... if you got epilepsy, heads up. Oh, they warn you now. When I first saw it, they didn't have a warning at the opening nope. of the film. The second time I saw it, warning. Yeah, some 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 brutal fight scenes with the. Uh, it's like whoosh, ah, this, mm-hmm. ah, yep. And f- I really like the uh, opening uh, little short. Uh, yes, that, that was uh, bow. Bow, that was, that was yeah, very, very good. Nice. Yeah, it was very good. Apparently, getting a lot of controversy for some reason from jerks, but ignore the jerks because it's really good. Okay. And um, but see the movie The Jerk with Steve Martin because you know what, it's pretty good. He doesn't have rhythm. The Interesting thing is, I saw the first time I saw it, I saw it in uh, 2D, saw it in just a normal okay. film, and then the second time I saw it, we saw it in 3D, just because that was worked out time wise. And the 3D was actually really good. Oh, really good. And there's a fight sequence in the film between Elastigirl and the villain, and it was way clearer what was happening in the 3D version. Interesting. Weirdly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll try seeing it in IMAX because I like IMAX mm, 3D. Mm. Regular 3D can be just too dark and too what yeah yeah no it looked really good they they you know did it properly it was yeah and it's not overly 3d so it doesn't it still it still maintains a lot of the flatness of of 2d but just has a slight a slight 3d effect not a lot but much clearer it's interesting because i I was when i saw it the first time i was kind of like what where is everyone in this sequence it seemed darker Mm. it seemed like a darker sequence in the 2d than it did in the 3d interesting okay yeah so, uh, yeah, our, our recommendation. And don't say The Incredibles 2, because it's not. It's Incredibles 2. Just Incredibles 2. That's right. Yeah. So. Same thing like it's like The Incredibles, mm-hmm. Incredibles 2. That's how it is. Because The Incredibles 2 yeah. doesn't flow. It's Incredibles mm-hmm. 2. So, yeah, go go catch that. Uh, wait to see Solo on, um, you know, TV. It's fine. And uh, Brad Bird still has the best Mission Impossible. Ghost okay. Protocol. And uh, Iron Giants, still great. Still great. But I'm really looking forward to this, this next Mission Impossible. Oh, all right. Follow it. Because I like everything about that. that I like everything about the Mission yep. Impossible. It's nice to see so. a guy our age be able to climb a pole really fast. Oh. Go like, good on him. Good, good. But you also want to say to him, 
You don't have to break your ankles and hurt yourself every time. Did he break his ankle? I don't know. It, oh. it probably. Let's go. You know yes. what? Yes, you probably. do. Probably. Yes, you do. Oh, no. If you want to be an action star. I'm just so worried about Jackie Chan. I want him to be okay. If you want to be an action star, yeah. you do have to put yourself out there. Because it just doesn't work if you are standing on off to the side of this, the... Off mm-hmm. the set, nursing a cup of coffee while someone else who kind of looks like you right. does the fight scenes for you. What? Oh, this is not convincing. It just takes it takes me as an action movie fanatic. Yeah. It just ruins the movie for me. You know, like you need you need. Uh, sorry, you need to put yourself out there. Like okay, but you, know, you don't need to actually hang from a plane. Like in no, the, I no, I don't really like that. I I think you do need to hang from a building. In, in Ghost Protocol. Yeah, you're allowed to because have a wire. It, it, it works there because yeah. it's part of the tension of the scene that, that you true. see him actually struggling sure. on, on the face of yeah. this building. That really is effective. The problem with, with the stunt of the plane in the first one is it's the cold open of the movie and you have no, you have no emotional connection to what's happening. Here's the, here's the big problem. Uh, normally I don't have a problem with trailers. That was in the trailer. Mm. So you don't care because you yeah. saw it in the trailer. And you yeah. saw the best part of it in the trailer. So when you're opening with it, it's like, well, I'm still up to the same speed that I was <laughs> when I was in the trailer. And the movie haven't started yet. Yes. And I know you're risking your life, but... Trailers are t- terrible. Doo 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 Trailers know? are terrible. And speaking of terrible trailers... I like trailers, but yeah, that one wasn't good. Okay, Speaking cool. of terrible trailers... I mean, trailers are great, but just recently they've really gone down the But tubes. the movie, the long, long trailer isn't very good. The long, long trailer with Lucille Ball and uh, yeah, who's who else is in it? Uh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Uh, huh? That's not true. Uh, what? Uh, what? Who played Ricky Ricardo? Who was uh, not Desi Arnaz? It was. Oh, was it Desi Arnaz? I believe Lucille so. Ball? The long, long trailer. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's Desi Arnaz. Say what you're going to say and let me look this up. I don't remember what I was going to say now. Sure oh, I was going to say. Uh, speaking of terrible trailers, when we went to see uh, the uh, see. I was going to call it The Incredibles 2 as well, people, so don't feel bad. Only Ian knows how to say it properly. When I was going to see Incredibles 2... Oh, it is this year, Ness. Um, they had the uh, a new trailer for Ant-Man and Wasp Woman. Yep. Looked terrible. Oh, sorry. Terrible you felt that trailer. Way. Sorry you felt that way. I mean, sure, the movie's good. Yep, sure it is too. Why put out that terrible trailer? You want to turn everyone off of it? You know what? I think people are going to like this movie too much. Let's just put out this garbage trailer that makes it look like a Here's the weird thing. Movie. I've seen a couple of trailers, and they have... Okay, this is just a have weird... Have you seen the long, long trailer? Yeah, have you seen it? I actually have. I didn't care for it. Uh, though it is like going like, hey, it's like I Love Lucy, but in color. That's neat. Uh, and then, now I'm bored. <laughs> just there, like when I'm watching I Love Lucy without color. There's a scene in... There are I Love Lucy episodes in color, but save yourself the trouble. Uh, watch the Dick Van Dyke ones in color, just because Dick Van Dyke's better. What, they um, colorize them? They have some color ones, yeah. Oh. Uh, so, Annie Hubbadahoo. In the trailer, you see Paul Rudd, and he's playing the drums. There's just a scene where Paul Rudd is mm-hmm. playing the drums. Yeah. Like, that's nice. In a previous trailer, it's the same scene, but it's an ant playing the drums. Oh, the that's The same right. way as Paul Rudd. Yeah. You're like, now, either one of two things is happening. Yeah. One, uh, the ant saw Paul Rudd play the drums. Yeah. And then later, you see the ant playing the drums. Sure. And if that's the case, I don't like it. Do you, or, know, what it's, you know what it's playing? Ant. Oh. Ant music. What is ant music? Tell me the joke. Adam and the Ants. Very nice. The song. Oh, they should be, shouldn't they? Okay, but which one? <laughs> the Don't... song, ant music. Oh, is it called ant music? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I thought like Stand and Deliver or... Should that be good know, or Prince Charming? Uh, yeah. Don't drink, don't smoke, what do you do? Or uh, what's some other Adam and the Ant songs? We had a couple of hits. I said Prince Charming, but uh, after that, I'm, mm. I'm a little lost. He had a couple of songs. That's true. I left. I left Adam that to the to the, the the girls that I knew in my life at that time. You guys enjoyed that. I'm I'm over here listening to mopier music. 
I want to be sad. Yep. Your favorite singer was Mopey. Yeah. That dance, the electronic artist. Yeah. Mopey. Yeah. yeah. Everybody do the sad. <laughs> Everybody sad now. I read, I read his autobiography, Mopey's Porcelain. And? It's actually quite good. It was interesting. I showed you. It's a, it's a story of how a guy who's already a bit of a jerk became even more of a jerk. But I think he knows he was a jerk, so sure. I, he's he's just kind of laying it out there for you. When we went to, well, maybe it wasn't when we went. I think it was. But when we went to uh, Ape, uh, I did Ape. a jam comic, hmm. and uh, Jaime Hernandez is in it. Okay. Dan Klaus is in it. Great, that's great. Moby's in it. That really? was a surprise. I didn't know Moby was there. Yeah, Moby was there. Shit. Yeah, and there's like a panel that's like done by Moby. Because in the beginning, it says like all oh, this things sure like, it wasn't, Moby. Are you sure it wasn't Mobius? Yeah. I do get those two confused. <laughs> There's a video game that looks very Mobius right now that's okay. coming out for PlayStation that looks oh, interesting. Neat. That'd be kind of... I, uh, I am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to just playing video games again. I haven't played video games for a long time. i gotta, I got to get back to it. Why? Just, uh, just not in the mindset. Just okay. trying to... Well, you know, like, there's been a lot of, like, trying to get stuff in order and mm. doing things. And so it's hard to just, like, settle in and just, like, play a video game. But... This was a fun thing the other day um, because we were doing this big house cleaning for uh, an insurance guy to come by and look around and go like, nah, it's ain't to grow up. You're fine. Or whatever he was doing. I don't know what he was doing, but we had to really clean up. I found an grow old... Up. You I, had to clean up your grow up. Yeah. I found, a, I found a whole bunch of wires, like tons of wires. So I just put them in a box and I went like, you know what? Every time I find an electronic item, I'm going to see if, I, if this plug works <laughs> okay. and I'm going to try and match them up. Yeah. And that's my thing. And so I had a Nintendo DS that also was a Nintendo Advance. It was both cartridges. Oh, okay. And it was like, oh. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to sound like I'm excited. Oh, yeah, it's, a, pre- it's cool. pretty good. Because like the DS is the most recent system. It oh, also okay. became the 3DS. The Advance is behind the DS. Yes, it's right behind the DS. And then there's like uh, Nintendo Color. And then there was, a, I'm sorry, the Game Boy Color. And then there was the Game Boy. And that's how you go backwards in time. Oh, so you're going backwards there. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't. So it's backwards compatible with Advance cartridges. Okay. Well. Uh, you know I, what? I knew that you had that. Good. I had it in the office for a while, yeah, but there was no plug. Okay. So, hey, uh, <laughs> I take the thing back to the apartment, look through the big box house? of... Sure. Let's go. I'm trying to tell people in an apartment. I'm playing cool. Oh, okay. Anyway, sorry. house. And uh, and and I found a plug for it. It's like, yeah. oh, well, this worked. So I plugged it in. No dice. But then I find out you got to charge it for two hours. Ah. Well, some dice. So I, so I put it there for two hours. Dice? Dice! Works! So... Uh, uh, I then I, found out that I, I had how you a, dice. a lot of Game Boy Advance games. Oh, cool. And you know what? They're really good huh. and simple and fun. Mm-hmm. And then I have a whole bunch of DS games I found. So, yeah, occasionally I'm now breaking that out and I'm playing some Yoshi or some Super Mario Land mm. or some stuff. And it's uh, some Spyro. Good good times. Good fun. Huh. Yeah, I feel like, speaking of cleaning up, I feel like I feel like my shop slash studio is a reflection of my mind right now okay which is a big mess sure like it just feels like it reflects my where i am right now it's just like it's just like a huge just stuff piled everywhere yeah because i don't know where to put things so i just have like cds piled up in my table saw with books there and books piled up here sounds about right and a, i have a overflowing bag of garbage oh, i think we've got cds on the table saw as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just ready to cut those cds in half if you need them and my one yeah, that's right and my one my one work area that's like work that's like a work area is my desk you know and that's kind of crowded but not terribly crowded I, I can live with it but my drawing table is like taken apart right now because mm. it got it got wet uh, a little while ago from from rain falling in did it warp 
Uh, it's a little bit warped on the edges, but not terrible. Okay, not but you can terribly. still draw on it. Yeah, to, okay. yeah, yeah. But I had to take apart the light box because water got in it, so I had to dry oh, it out. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 for sure. So that's still not put together. Like, it just feels like I am in, I am in a place right now of disorder, and then it's outwardly reflected in, yes. in this my workplace, which is just like a big mess as well. But I just don't feel like I have the time mm-hmm. to go to to clean it up because whenever I go out to the shop, I'm going out there to work. Yes. I'm not going out there to clean. If I started cleaning, it would just be me procrastinating what I actually need to get done. When you clean, do you listen to music or do you do anything that's interesting? Like, do you have, is it fun for you to clean? I listen to podcasts when I clean. And that, is that enjoyable for mm-hmm. you? Yeah. 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 I don't mind of, cleaning. Oh, no, no, neither do I. You know? That's what I, that's what I ended up doing was like, I just, mm. I want, I'm going to make sure that I'm listening to some podcasts that I really like and, and I'll, I'll enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't mind doing laundry and things like that. I do them all, do it all the time or as much as I can, but it's just, been so busy the last yeah. little while. I don't know why it's been so busy. Like it I, has been very busy. If you said to me, "What have you been doing?" I'd be like, "Ah, uh, like what have I been doing?" Like I don't feel like I've been overly creative, or I don't know. It just feels like everything's been really crammed in the last little while. Yep. It could be because I started going back to the gym, and that's you know I'm so I'm getting up really early in the morning to go to the gym, and so that makes it maybe that makes my day feel like it's more packed than it is. I I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like yeah, it's weird. It's weird. But I just feel like if I could get some sort of organization in the shop, then I would feel more, I don't know, feel more something, like more com- more comfortable yep. there, you know? Like right now it feels like I'm just sort of in a, in a hovel <laughs> trying, to, trying to be this creative. Is a, this is a silly little thing that I've done. That uh, And I say this in a very messy room right now. Uh, this is something I did, though, at home that helped me out, which is I took uh, my camera out, uh, my, my cell phone camera. Yeah. Your, your cell phone has a camera. Oh, okay. If you check it, it, it really does. Um, check it so and see. Take a picture of the various areas in your uh, in your workshop, and then like later on during the day, just like, casually look at it and just go, okay, what could I clean there? Mm. What could I clear? That's okay, what idea. could I organize there? Yeah. So you're not just walking in and going, ugh. It's just, it's just a little bit at a time, and then just go, when you go home, okay, it's this area. Now you've got a little plan in your head. Let's do, let's do this. Let's just do this area. Mm. Sort through this. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And that's that's basically what I did. I like went one day. I went like I'm just gonna take everything that's cloth out of this big room. I'm just gonna anything that's cloth. I'm gonna take and I'm gonna move to this couch over here, and I'll sort the, the then I'll sort all the cloth after I've got all the cloth out. And I did that. And then it was like, what are all these coat hangers? Jesus. <laughs> and then it was like infinite coat hangers. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna use these. I'm gonna get rid of these. That's fine. And then it was like the next thing was like electronics. Just electronics and wires. Yeah. I'm going to put all those things in a thing. And then it becomes a little hunt and do that and put that aside. And then it's like, ugh, the fucking nostalgia stuff. Save that for last. Because that's just an emotional goddamn journey you don't even fucking need. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay. I'll just sort put these things over here. And yeah, just one at a time. Hmm. You know, do a little uh, scavenger almost. Uh, down Downstairs, we have a, well, I have a, like an amplifier for the television. Sure. And then I have I have a Blu-ray player. I have my old Oppo DVD player, then the cable box. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then a Laserdisc player. Sure. All stacked together. And then I have about 400 of those worth of wires piled up. On, yeah. Like, I don't know why. Where yeah. do these wires come from? I'm, yeah. like, I'm looking at it. I'm just I'm like, are there more plugs? Are there more plugs plugged in here than I actually have 
components possibly that, that are stacked oh, up. Yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. where it just becomes wire world. It's crazy. I just don't know what to do about it. I just just look at it and then I run away. Okay, I'm afraid I'll get tangled up in it like a boa constrictor. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a spider web, absolutely. Mm-hmm. An electronic spider will drop down from the ceiling and will just pull you up, and that's the end. <laughs> it's like that's what happened. The last guy lived in this house. <laughs> it's just that's where I'll find. I, I'll just be joining be joining him as skeleton there. Yep, his grinning skeleton. Yep, we feels like I'm going topic to topic, but we amazed some people the other day with the simplest thing, our hot water tank, which apparently does not exist. Uh, Mary was tasked with finding us a new hot water tank because our hot water tank started to leak. Oh, okay. And so uh, she was phoning around and they'd be like, well, how big is your hot water tank? And she'd say, it was, it's 32 gallons. And they'd be like, no, it's not. <laughs> she'd go, no, no, it is because I have... Because I had gone in and taken a picture of the of yeah. the label for her, so she says I have a, the label and it says thirty two gallons. Nope. <laughs> like everyone was like that. So she finally talked to a guy and did she show anyone the label? No, because she was talking on the phone. Understood. Okay. So um, emailed them the goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> so then she's talking to this guy on the phone and she says uh, it's thirty two gallons and he goes, oh that's old. She goes, oh yeah probably. He goes, yeah that's probably about forty years old, like to be that size. Yeah. People, I guess people didn't take as many baths in the past. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, so we, so he came out and he did agree that it was, well, it was 38 years old or hot water tank. But, but is that unusual? I don't know. I feel like, I mean, we've got a new hot water tank. I know that because the insurance guy went, uh, that's pretty new. Mm. And the, and the guy who we're renting the house from went, yeah, that was a place about four years ago. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's how I knew. I, that's how I learned all the new stuff in our place. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, I think. That that age is would be unusual now. Like I don't think that our new hot water tank will last nearly as long. Okay, it just seems weird that these all these people wouldn't have ever heard of a house that has a hot water tank that's forty that's, years old. That's thirty two gallons. Yeah, because yeah. everything is everything is uh, fifty gallons now. Okay, so that's what our new one is. Like it was kind of because when I came home, it had been installed, and I of course as soon as you come home, you're like, I have to go look at this new hot water tank. I'll never look at it again, really, but I want to see it now. So I went and looked at it, and it just like fills the the our little utility yeah. cupboard with this. <laughs> what is so big? We have to get a new furnace one of these days. Is that going to be huge as well? Like, are we going to have no room in here? Everything's big. This is our it's our it's our combination hot water tank, furnace, fan storage area. That's <laughs> that's what I use it as. So so all of all the floor fans and whatnot are there in the, during the winter time. So they come out when the because we don't have any. Uh, Air conditioning in our home. Our air conditioning oh, okay. is, is as many fans as we can possibly have pointing towards us. That's our air conditioning system. Fans above us in bed. Fans in the living room blowing <laughs> blowing the stifling hot air. I live in the valley. It gets much sure, hotter sure, out there sure. than, than it yeah, is for yeah, you. Yeah. So we, we don't have the ocean near us to no, temper no, no. the... Everything there is in Kelvin. It's so hot. It's You're exactly right. Yeah. 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 Everything, it's, it's either Kelvin or we measure it in, in the less reliable Hobbes. It's not real. That's not, I just made that up. You know what, guys? It's not true. Vote for what you prefer, Calvin or Hobbes. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you just get the joke then when I said it out loud? I did. Anyway, that's good. Sometimes wait, wait, you got to say things out loud. I didn't get your joke. Oh, okay. I didn't get your joke until I said it out loud. I'm going to be honest to the nice folks out there. There we go. It wasn't even a joke. It was just more of a, a, comment, a statement. Now, David, we're at the one hour and 30 minute mark. Mm. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up this fine uh, show today? It's by the way, it's not a uh, music week. We're doing a week on, week off with music. So if you, if you want to hear Dave play you songs uh, with a certain theme, uh, it's still the same deal as always. Uh, send him uh, your theme. So like we have in the past, horses, yep. and then it would be like a horse theme and thing and a song that would be horse related. Dave will then uh, play you a couple of songs. 
I, I you, might, you may have had someone recommend horses, and you may have said no. Oh, no, we did the horses. We did do horses. Uh, if they do it again, I'll say no. Oh, my gosh. We can't have repeated themes, I don't think. that would. How about the theme of repetition? Songs about repeating. Mm, we could do that. One thing leads to another. Is that a song about repetition? No. Uh, something double, double trouble, double mint gum song. I know I know. there's a song called Repetition. Is there a song called I Repetition? I can't remember who does it. There's a song called Repetition? Yeah. song called Repetition, okay. There is a song called Repetition. All right, there's a song called Repetition. It's something, it's something that repeats. Okay. There's something that repeats. Yeah. And it's a song that repeats. Here it goes again, that song. <laughs> That'd be a song about repetition. Anyway, uh, so yeah, send that in for David. Here's, uh, but you, you're the you're the wrapper-upper of the show, so I Oh, should... I'm the wrapper-upper of the yeah. show. Oh, I didn't realize that. I'm just searching my mind to think if there's things that, that we should talk about. That we I had a good about. medical exam. I'm going to throw that out there oh, right now. Okay. Yep. Go I went out. I went out to we. Uh, we had a thing where we, we both my wife and I we went for a, a blood test for some certain things to get some things checked out mm-hmm. and some things, and then uh, uh, immediately got a call that was like, "Come in, not great, not good, don't like that, don't like immediately come in." Yeah. Went yeah. in, uh, nervous, have to wait, uh, not too long. Listen, I love universal healthcare. I'm not going to complain. Had to wait like <laughs> about an hour and a half. That's a long wait yeah. when you've got like sure. uh, come in, and then we went in. And they went, uh, it's all great. Uh, I don't know why they called you to call, come in. Oh, really? Shouldn't have, shouldn't have called you. And by the way, this is the second time we've had this yeah. uh, in this clinic, but with different doctors where okay. it's like, you know, went for like a, an important exam that was like, oh, I hope this turns out okay because this could be something really bad. Yeah, you gotta, you should come in. We can book you appointment in the next like week or so. We're coming in tonight. Go in. You know, it's fine. I don't know what they were telling you. Ugh. But the upside of that is some stuff that was going, is actually going, so and that's uh, <laughs> it's all good. So everything's good. good, good. Yeah, we got we got great blood. So we got yeah, we got great blood. Okay. We got great great cholesterol. Mm. We got uh, you know uh, I it looked like I was uh, pre diabetes before. I am not at all. Things that's good. Everything's good. Uh, things are good. 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 Knock on wood. Yeah, still good. should get in better shape, but uh, all the bits are working and all the things are good. Do you, do you have a family doctor, or do you just go to a walk-in clinic? We had a family doctor. They have since retired ah, recently. There's so another fella that we are a courting oh, right now good, that uh, seems pretty good that we may go with. Oh, do you have good. a family doctor? Well, we did, but you know what happened there. Yeah, there was a story. There's a little story. And then he took that formula. Well, it's kind Mr. of... Mr. Hyde. I can maybe tell tell a story. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, we haven't talked about it on the show, but uh, my daughter Mary was working at a camp. I think we've talked about that. She was working for a, a camp called Camp Furcom that was on an island, on Gambier Island. And uh, she quite quite loved the job that she did there. She went she, When she started there, she worked a week on the island, and then she'd come home for two days, and then she'd go back and live on the island. And basically, she was... She started off there as a as a like a maid basically. She'd just go sure. and change, you know, flip the linens and then you know and clean up rooms and stuff, clean bathrooms and things. So everything was spick and span for the next gang of people that came out, came into the island. But she, you know, she was she's a very smart and conscientious person. So she quickly, you know, kind of found herself promoted, and she was eventually she was running the weddings and stuff there and things. But there was a there was a uh, guy came who was working there, and he was a cook. Working in the kitchen, and they became friends and friendly. They played, like to play board games together and stuff like that. And they became quite friendly, and then they started going out. And from hints that Lisa was hearing about him, um, she kept saying, is he our family doctor's son? And Mary's like, I don't think so. And she'd be like, but, you know, his grandma lives here, and that's where our family doctor's mom lived. 
you know, on that property. And, yeah. there, you know, there's all these clues that she was like, because Lisa's like, yeah. a, she's an investigator and she can sure. like find out clues and stuff. So she put together this little thing. She had a file folder. Yeah, and, you know, she, had she had all had the red, red string, yeah. yeah, pointer and that stuff. And, and she's like, you know, downstairs, the whole room was covered with it. And, um, but the, the problem was, is he had a different last name than our family doctor. So that was throwing us off. But, sure. But turns out he was the son of our family doctor. Son of a doctor. So... It was then decided that we don't have that family doctor anymore because if they're an item, yeah. then it's really not appropriate for us to be seeing his mom as, right. as our doctor. So we had to leave her. But luckily for us... you can't have your family doctor be one of the family. can't be your family doctor. Yeah. The whole kind of confidentiality and second remove and stuff kind yes. of falls apart there. So, yes, we don't want the family doctor in the family. As, I, as ironic as that sounds. But luckily for us, a new... Uh, doctor joined the practice and was open for new clientele and so we like leapt onto that person and so yes we're still so we still have a family doctor yeah because i always find you know yes hooray for universal health care but one of the problems with universal health care here it seems that is that there's not enough doctors to go around for everyone who is yep. partaking in universal health care so you can go to a walk-in clinic yes as long as you're fine with doing a little bit of a weight weight mm-hmm. and who isn't with their phones nowadays and all the video games uh you can get checked out you, you can, can get, checked, get out, checked out that's but right you, but that individual attention that you get you, from a family yeah. doctor and the continuity of a family yes. doctor as well so that when you come into that person to see that doctor they may not know your history of this and that and this or what kind of person you are that you're not a complainer yes and that you hardly ever go to the doctors. Well, and so if you're there, it must be serious. Let me, and again, I'm going to violate my wife's privacy right now because why not? It's mm. fun. Um, <laughs> we, she had, she had a pain a while back and, uh, was that pain's name Ian? Oh my God. What are you saying? <laughs> Words hurt too. Like pain. Speaking of which, she was, yeah, she, she had has some a pain. pain. And she had some pain and uh, she went into, we, so we went, we're going to go to this walk-in clinic mm-hmm. that's walkable distance from us. Okay. Convenient. Very. We go in. Problem number one, I can hear everything through the wall. Oh. So I hear the doctor talking yeah. and I hear the, and fortunately, a lot of it is in another language. So I don't know what that is, but there's other stuff that I'm hearing that I'm like, I don't want to hear. Um, and so I'm like, when we get in there, we talk quietly. Yeah. Okay. Cause we don't want this. And he says, what? Yeah. So we go in and, uh, and, uh, well, it hurts here. And he's like, well, you know what that is? That's your gallbladder. <sighs> yeah. That's not good. So that can be very, very serious. So, uh, you have to look into that and uh, all this kind of stuff. I was like, "Oh man, that sounds that sounds bad." And we might have to get the gallbladder removed. It's like, mm-hmm. Jesus, this is big. This is big dark news. This is going somewhere. Okay, don't worry about it. So, uh, like, oh, this is no good. So, so we come out and we go like, "Oh, that's very distressing." Yeah. And what? And of course, you Google, "What do you need a gallbladder for?" Stuff. Um, bile. Yeah, you need it for bile. bile. You need bile, and you can't yeah. just get that from the internet, even though it seems to have a lot. <laughs> a lot of it it also has a lot of uh, medical advice that's not yeah. great. So, so I said, like, you know what? Let's spend the time. Let's let's go to uh, our regular clinic that's farther away. Yeah. That's a pain in the ass to get sure. to. And let's get a second opinion. Sure. So, so we so we did, and we paid for a cab to go to this oh, thought, faraway clinic. So I was going to make a walk-in tired clinic, but that's... <laughs> Well played. Didn't work at all because we'll the do cam. a Canadian tired joke later, and you'll really enjoy that. Um, <laughs> so we go in, and uh, uh, it's it's a doctor that we've seen many times. Mm-hmm. 
And we like him because for one, there's also, okay, listen, I know nowadays people go, oh, the Thor and the Thor movies, that's good Thor. But when we were youngsters, uh, Thor was a superhero in the comics and his secret identity was Don Blake. And Don yes. Blake was this blonde, thin doctor, had a little cane yep. and uh, would hit the cane on the ground, turn to a hammer and become Thor. This guy looks like Don Blake. He doesn't have a cane, but he looks like Don Blake. Okay. So that we found that a little charming. Yeah. And he had a good sense of humor, and he seemed to like us and whatever. So we go into... Was his name Blondake? Yes. Oh. His name was Floor. <laughs> um, so we go in, and uh, we're like, we're really concerned. Oh, what's going on? Well, doctor said gallbladder, yeah. and we're concerned about that. And I'm like, oh, no, well, that's very serious. All right, so he uh, takes two fingers and just, like, pokes her in the side and just goes, does this hurt? And it's like, yeah, that hurts. Yeah. Mm. So uh, when you're working, do you bend over? You mean at the drawing table? Yeah. Well, like, show me. Well, that's where it is. Yeah. You're bending over too much. That's what's that's what's hurting you because you're straining a muscle there because of that. It's like, your gallbladder's fine. Because <laughs> he knew that she was an artist. Yeah. So he's like, well, she does this and that's why it hurts. Yeah. Doctor, it hurts when I do this. Well, don't do that. Yeah. Instead of, doctor, it hurts when I do this. We're taking out your gallbladder. Because <laughs> I don't know you. And that's, that's what the thing is. Yeah. When you have a family doctor, they know your thing. And then we left going like, the fucking guy was going to get a gallbladder taken out mm. for no damn reason. Yeah, you know, which he wasn't. Like, we wouldn't have gone that far. But it's just like, we would have been having that in our heads for days and days. And that's no good. Dumb, dumb. That's what he used to, he used to do almost any time there was a pain or something. He'd just, like, take two fingers, go, does this hurt? Yes. Okay. Well, you're doing this. So walk <laughs> this way. Well, you're sitting too much. Well, then walk this thing and yeah, do yeah. that deal. And, mm. yeah, he was good for that. Wow. Seems a little luxury. You know what? I'll take luxury over my gallbladder being taken nah, out by the uh, other doctor. Yeah, he likes gallbladders. He has a collection. It felt like he sells them on the black market. Felt like the kind of guy that everything was going to be your gallbladder, no matter what. Yeah. You know, it's like oh, it all comes from the gallbladder. <laughs> that kind of guy. Ugh. Uh, anyway, our gallbladders are pretty solid. We are making some good bile. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Our livers are good, too. There were some problems with our livers, and the livers are aces now. Hmm. We did some stuff. We took care of some things. Yeah. We cut some things out. We added some things. Livers, top top drawer. Hooray for livers. <laughs> we are filtering poisons. Poison me. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I, I, I'll, 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 do you have some lead? I'll take, I'll take some. I have, yes. I have some po- liver poison. Say a poison. hateful comment. I will filter it. You'll filter it with your... <laughs> <laughs> I'm able to go on the internet for like at least six hours straight, and I'm still fine. I don't, I don't believe it. No, not really. That hurts. That's, Hurtful things are said. It's hard on there. Oh, the internet's very difficult. I, I have learned to not look at comments Ugh. on anything. Apparently, I'm an SGW cuck. Ugh. SJW cuck. Oh, see, I'm getting that wrong now, Did too. Did you say SGW? How dare you? <laughs> what does that mean? What are you calling me? A social gustus warrior? No, I'm a social gorgeous warrior. What was yours? <laughs> social junk pile warrior. Social genius warrior. <laughs> you gotta get an anti-social justice warrior. Keep this up. It's too bad. Too bad you can see your face there. It's such, that was good acting. Yeah. Well, well played, sir. One of my favorite lines that our friend Roger, who has never been on the show, though I think he has because I've got <laughs> false memory syndrome, uh, used to say whenever he watched bad acting in a movie, yeah. is uh, this is the dumbest thing in the world, yeah. but it tickles me. He said, I've seen better acting with fast acting than acting. <laughs> <laughs> that tickles me. Every time I see Tin Acton, I always think that too. And I'm like, oh, Roger, you're a delight. <laughs> He's a wordsmith. <laughs> 
He is. One day we'll have him on. We'll have to filter his voice through uh, like one of those Stephen Hawkins type things. Oh, is that right? So that we, uh, yeah, we don't capture his essence. But yeah, that, one day we will. That's what he's afraid of? I don't know. I'm not going to speak for him. His soul. But I will tell you his, his medical captured. history. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot of gall, that's, that's very, what I'm saying. Very kind of you. I was going to say, uh, Lisa was at a, a walking uh, Christopher, a walk-in clinic. Christopher Walk-in Clinic. She had to go to a walk-in clinic because she... No. She... <laughs> that's good. <laughs> She left her she had antibiotics she was supposed to take, and she left them at work on the weekend. So she went to the doctors to get like a... But it turns out, in case people didn't know this, that if you do lose your prescription, you can go to the, pharma- the pharmacy yeah. that prescribed it to you, or gave you, or filled it for you, I should say. And uh, they will do a refill, like an emergency refill. Yes, they will. They will give you a talking to, and then they will give you a refill. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get a little... You'll bit have a little conversation tisk, tisk. To, to make sure that... Well, no, to make sure that you're not selling them. Oh, okay. You know, let's let's yeah. get that story straight. This was just antibiotics. I don't know if there's much of a market for antibiotics. Okay. But uh, she was at this walk-in clinic, and yes, the doctor was very loud discussing with the lady in the room next door about her anal leakage at the top of his voice. Best he'd ever seen. <laughs> I'm very proud of where you are with your anal leakage right now. There's a lot. He's a very bad doctor. He's totally mixed up on what is good and what is bad. Yeah. To be fair, when we go to this other clinic that's a good clinic, yeah. sometimes you do get that. Mm. But... Yeah. Anal leakage? You can. Okay. It depends what seats you sit on. I was so eager to say that. I'm, I'm sure you were. But... Okay. Then you would see the doctor come out with the patient, yep. and they would be an elderly patient, mm. and they'd be going, so remember to take oh, okay. the pills. Yes. I'm like, well, that's what you got to do. There's yeah. no two ways about it. No, so You have to yell at them, otherwise yeah. they, they don't respect you. Yeah, you got to make old people fear you, <laughs> otherwise they don't respect you. Because that's the way it was in oldie days. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they all, it all run on fear. They didn't have love back in like the 40s. That only no. came around like... Like sixty three, about the same time the Fantastic was Four was released. I don't think it was around then. Yeah, I think more of a, more of an invention of the the, the naughties. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Yeah. All you need is love. Hey, that reminds me of our other podcast that we did a long time ago. <laughs> yes, Wrap did. up the show, brother. I'm going to. Well, right, I got to go. So coincidentally, I've got to go to the drugstore, and that's closing in a half hour. Well, con- coincidentally, I probably will be driving you there. Yay! Um, <laughs> everybody, clap your hands. Thank you. Everyone, we'd love to hear from you on this show. This show is all about you. So you, shout out the window as loud as you can you, right now. You. That's right. I'm as mad as hell at Sneaky Dragon, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Write to us on our comments board. It's at uh, sneakydragon.com. You'll find the show there, and you'll also find a comment board. And please leave comments. Things like, what were you guys talking about this show? What a mess. Uh, you we couple are... of cucks better <laughs> shut your faces. <laughs> you SKWs. <laughs> Everyone... You can find us on Facebook at Sneaky Dragon. RSVPs. <laughs> How dare you, sir? And I will attend this wedding. <laughs> Chicken, please. Chicken? Uh, How dare you? It was it was chicken or uh, yeah. tofu. I went for the cuckold. The uh, other places you can find us are Twitter. or at Sneaky underscore Dragon on Twitter. We are on Tumblr. We have a Patreon account. You can find us there, and you please donate if you if you love us mm-hmm. like we love ourselves. We are on iTunes. You know what we want? There, fresh comments. If you leave a comment, I will say your name on the show. How's that sound? Yeah, That's funky fresh comments. Funky fresh comments, and I will make funky fresh comments about you. <laughs> no, I won't. Or I might. I don't know. I'm unpredictable. Uh, I think that's everything. Oh, yeah. we also have email. It's uh, sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. And that's 
where we are on social media. And please send us questions. And please send us questions uh, for our all-question-and-answer episode. It could be very long or very short, depending on, on your participation. Right. And we will have a prize package as well for one lucky person. Yeah, we will draw us. a random one out of the uh, – we'll pick a prize out of the prize pants. The prize pants. Yeah, we used the hat for the yeah. a little too long. We're going to just put it into a pair of pants. <laughs> okay. And, uh, you can, you we'll, can reach into those. No, no. We're going to get a random person to wear them. Oh. And then we'll just reach into the pants and just grab uh, whatever we can. <laughs> Great. Oh, I'm looking forward to that episode. It's that personal touch that I think we offer that most podcasts don't. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that on This American Life. You will not get that kind of personal touch anywhere outside of, I don't know. A lawsuit. <laughs> Court of Law. And also listen to uh, Full Marks if you feel like uh, listening to a yeah, show about the Marx Brothers. that's a good show too. Uh, the latest episode features my wonderful daughter, Mary. And the next episode will be coming out 16 weeks from now. <laughs> it seems if I'm like getting it. the math right. It seems like it. I don't know how that happened. It's just the way it worked out. Uh, I had a super busy week. The week I intended to put it out, it didn't work out. It went out the next week and it really messed up our, our recording process. Yeah, it's been so long getting it out that the Marx Brothers have been dead for a number of years. That's true. Yeah. We were when we started it, they were all doing them. fine. Yeah, we were and they all them. were going to be interviewed in the final episode. Yeah, yeah. We, we did take too long on we this. And that did. is our bad. Yeah. It's, it is certainly bad. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to the, And girls. And everyone else. Ships at sea. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Canada. Popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Bye. Bizarre episode. Yep. We haven't done one like that for a while. Nope.